Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. On a Wednesday night, following Dynamite. I'm a poet and I didn't know it. Looks like we already got some chatters going on in here. It's good to see everyone. Let me know how you're doing. It's been an interesting few days for me, folks. Interesting few days. I'll tell you about the last couple days as I get this going. So, uh, just double checking something on Twitter here. All right. Uh, before we get into this little story time with J-Bone, story time, it seems like it's a popular thing now that Adam Cole baby is back. So let's do, let's do story time with J-Bone. Um, so Monday night, Monday night was quite a night for me. Now, most of the time you'd think I'd stick this on like a jacked up jukebox, but seeing as those are uh, rare lately for uh, the Smash This Podcast channel, I decided I'll just talk a little bit about it here. Um, so, look, I haven't been to a concert in, in God knows when. Uh, it's been almost, almost 10 years, I want to say. Almost 10 years. Uh, and, and I'll admit... I mean, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the joke is, oh, yeah, uh, you, you're an old bone. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I am getting older. And standing for several hours at one time for me, um, it's, uh, it's not as easy as it used to be, especially when you got a messed up back like I do. Uh, you, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. So, uh, but my buddy did buy me tickets to see Fozzie because he's been doing the whole Midwest stretch during uh, All Out. Um, uh, did a did a several shows in Illinois, and the night after All Out, he comes to a little joint called the Eleven Seventy Five in Kansasville. Wisconsin, just south of, well, hello, Oreo. My goodness, just crashed the party. Go on back up there. My cats, I swear to God. Goofy girl. So, I do a little research on this place. And it's not, um, it's not a huge place. It's a small club. You could pack in a few hundred people. And um, so we get there pretty early because I, I did, like I said, I did a little research and I actually found out that some of these opening bands that were going to be there were um, pretty good ones. And some of them, I'll be, I'll be honest, I never heard of them before. Like this one. This one right here. I'm gonna crack these up. Crack, yeah, wow. Crack these open soon. 
These are from the band uh, Zero Theorem. One's, uh, well, I guess you could say they're both EPs. One's pretty much an LP, but one's only got a few handful of songs on it. This band, ladies and gentlemen, if you like Disturbed, you will love these guys. Very similar sounding uh, singer, sounding, uh, uh, you know, riffs, uh, melodies, you could say. Uh, if you love Disturbed, you'll love these guys. So th that was the band that kicked them off, and they impressed me so much. Behave, Oreo. My goodness. Um, I decided to get some, you know, I didn't know what they were going to have for merch, so I, I bought a couple CDs. Um, Royal Bliss was next. Now, I've been a fan of Royal Bliss for about 10 years, give or take a little bit. And I finally had the chance to see them. Uh, the guy from Royal Bliss is uh, one of my favorite lead singers. Uh, one of my favorite singers. So this was great seeing them. Um, Through Fire was next. And they they sounded very similar to like a Fozzie style music. So all these bands really kind of hovered around a similar sounding, you know, style of music. They didn't all sound the same, but they complemented each other. You know, you don't want something, you know, way out in left field if you're going to have a concert like this. Um, I mean, it's okay once in a while. Like if it's a big festival thing, you can throw some different stuff out there. But, you know, for a concert like this, you want to keep things kind of, kind of tight as far as music and stuff so so through fire came out there and um just blew the roof off and i'll be honest this is what three hours into this now they all had a decent you know um, they it's not like they played three songs and they were done they each had a decent time set and um Oreo is just a maniac. It's tearing up everything. Um, so, and I'll be honest, by the time Fozzie was rolling around, I was beat. I was like, all right, I, I, I'll tell you what, I, I had my money's worth, you know? And um, so I told, uh, I told Dino, I said, look, uh, you want to beat the crowd out of here? Because there was a decent crowd there. I said, you want to beat the crowd out of here? Let's hang around for a handful of songs from Fozzie and we can jet early if you want to. He's like, yeah, that's fine. Because um, I knew he had to work in the morning too. So um, I didn't want to keep him out till midnight or whatever. And um, well, then it sucked because um, they were having, I know. See, Oreo gets it. Oreo totally gets it. Don't you, little girl? Yeah. Um, they were having some tech issues with one of the lights right above the drum kit. It seemed like it was kind of like, I don't know, it was one of those spinny ones. And it had a mind of its own, and it was like nonstop going, and they had to like go up and like manually unplug it, turn it off, or whatever. I don't know what the hell they did. But this was taking a long time. The crowd started getting a little... Uh, you know, riled up, a little anxious, you know, you know, a couple Y2J 
Um, couple wide two J chance uh, started out. And uh, hang on, guys. Let me get Aurora out of here. She's... Oh, all right. Never mind. Up in the ceiling she goes. Oh, my God. Crazy. All right. You good? Yeah, she's good. All right. So, <laughs> out of my hair. But I'm bummed. My God. What a train wreck. Um, so Fozzie finally hits and, um, I mean, it was great. Uh, they, they started out the su uh, set with, uh, his newest single saying, which was a lot of fun. And then they played some other tunes I, I noticed. And, uh, just as he started really getting into the set, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm tapping out here. I'm good. I'm good. So I, I, I tapped uh, my buddy Dino on the shoulder. I'm like, let's get out of here. So he's like, all right. So then, you know, we're trying to like wedge our way through the crowd because we were way back in the corner, kind of just staying safe. I was masked up all night long, just kind of keeping to myself, you know, a little wallflower in the back corner by the uh, soundboard and whatever. So, so we got out of there and... Um, and just, you know, we're just reflecting on the night, like, wow, what a concert. It was so much fun. You know, I hadn't been to a concert in ages, especially, you know, you know, with the way things are now. And, uh, and we're walking through the parking lot and we see, uh, we see one of the parking lot lights in the far corner of the lot and a big, uh, big camper rider, whatever in the corner and a couple of guys standing there and I look and I'm like, Hey, is that the lead singer of uh Royal bliss over there? And he's like, yeah, I think it is. So I'm like, do me a favor. Just, you know, when you drive past him, just go real slow and say hi to him. Maybe I'll be able to get a pick with him or something. So, uh, sure enough, uh, drove past him, yelled to him out of the window and uh, hopped out of the car real quick and got a couple pictures with him. And that was just like the perfect way to end the night. And uh, so much fun. So much fun. So um, tremendous. Nice guy. You know, didn't blow us off or nothing. It was really cool way to end the night. So, yeah, great night. I mean, you know, I, I would have loved to stick around and uh, – check out the rest of the Fozzie set. I just, I just couldn't, you know, I, I, I felt bad. I'm like, God damn, I'm getting old. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's not like being down at Summerfest. Uh, and if anybody lives in the Midwest, you've probably heard of the, the, you know, the world famous Summerfest. Um, it's not like Summerfest where you go down and, you know, get in at noon and leave at, uh, you know, midnight or whatever, 12 hours of, you know, Bolton rock and roll and beer and uh, uh just whatever you know <laughs> yeah Zach channeling Trent get that picture yeah a little different but uh yeah funny so so that was that and then last night uh my son actually took me out to well I mean I I drove but um 
he bought the tickets because he had some uh, movie passes he had to use up or whatever it was. And we saw Mar the Marvel, uh, was that Shang-Chi? Um, amazing movie. I'm not going to do like a full review tonight, but Shang-Chi is an amazing movie. Uh, and it, uh, it, it does fit with the, you know, what's going on in the Marvel timeline right now with this whole multiverse thing kind of blowing up between the Disney plus shows and the other movies coming up soon surrounding that everything after, um, you know, it, it's, it's all revolving around this new universe post Thanos post end game and all that stuff, you know, post snap all that so <laughs> jason michael says j-bone is back j-bone who was that other guy at tni yesterday uh that was me trying to do a, a attempt and uh, a horrible run in and my wi-fi on the other end of the house was wonky so i was trying to do a silly little Hey, how late are you guys open? Is it too late to order a pizza gimmick? You know, it's just, you know, it's just me being silly. And then, so then I, uh, I, I exited because I botched my own run in. So yeah, that's, I'm, I'm good for that. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, um, Yeah, interesting few days. Yes, Sammy hacked my transmission. Yes, absolutely. All right, so let's talk about Dynamite. Folks, this is, uh, we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite now. This is an absolute new time in professional wrestling. All Out changed the face truly did change the face of professional wrestling. This is a turning page moment for the company. It's, uh, you know, Punk, Punk's done a lot of media surrounding his return, what's going on in the company right now. And he said, I mean, he really compared this to it was part of the media scrum. If you guys didn't see it, you can go to um, All Elite Wrestling's YouTube page and the full media scrum post all out is on there. It includes the Lucha Brothers, Punk, uh, Brian Danielson. I'm still getting used to saying that. Uh, <laughs> Adam Cole, uh, Ruby Riot, and I think that's it. I think that's it. So, you know, a lot of, lot of new faces in there. Um, <clears throat> but Punk compared this to when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall invaded uh, WCW. And, I mean, this what's going on now isn't really... Um, Did I say Ruby Riot? 
I meant Ruby Soho. See, it's, it's you know, you get used to these new names. Anyways. Um, hey, Tony Khan even fucked it up and apologized during the media, during the media scrum. Um, so I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> and he's the He's the boss, you know. Uh, <laughs> hey, Courtney, thanks. <laughs> uh, damn. But anyways, um, but yeah, he said this feels like it's bigger than when Nash and Scott Hall invaded WCW. And he's like, that's his opinion. And I was like, wow, that's, um, that, that's a pretty, number one, that's a pretty bold statement. I'll say that, you know. Um, and it's uh, look, and everyone's gonna have their own opinions. And some people are gonna agree and say, "No, it's bigger." And some some are gonna say, "No, it's not even close." What we're gonna have to do, folks, and I know I say this all the fucking time, we're just gonna have to wait and see where this goes in the wrestling world. How is this going to affect the company? What you know. All these new faces coming in, and they've got to make sure that they don't put too many of their older stars on the back burner. Um, and how, how they're going to try to fit everyone in here and there. I mean, and that's, and that's why I said on one of my last shows, that's what, and it's not to knock the rest of the roster. That's what some of the, YouTube shows are for. It's going to keep them busy, keep them up to speed on things. And some of them are going to have their own storylines on these other shows. Like there's like a, like I don't watch Dark Elevation and, and um, Dark a lot, but I know that there's little storylines going on on those shows too. Like there's a thing going on between uh, Joey Janela and he's got some new chick with him. Um, I don't know who she is. If anybody knows who this new, like she's like a, she got like black and red hair, redhead. Um, if anybody knows who that is, let me know because I'm curious. But you know, so there's a thing now be because Joy Janelle apparently attacked um, uh, Sonny Kiss, so. You know that partnership is done, and that seemed like a fun one. You know they were they were different, but they were they were a decent team, and now they're done. So it's you know it'll be interesting to see where that goes, and if it's going to transition to like TV or if it's going to stay on dark or what. So so we'll see. Um. Joey Z, what's up? He says she was ripped. <laughs> Who was ripped? Are you talking about um you talking about Sunny Kiss or this new girl? Uh Bell's boy, what's up, man? He says, and there's still the, the specter of uh Wyndham Rotunda still hanging around until uh October when he's free to sign yeah and depending on uh what you hear and li what little rumblings that you see around here and there um you'll 
you'll hear that, oh, he's close to Impact Wrestling, or you read this over here, and oh, no, he's close to signing with AEW. Uh, take them all with a grain of salt. Nothing's confirmed. It's it's not as strong of a story right now as it was with CM Punk and uh, Brian Danielson. See, there, I got that one right. Um, so... Yeah, Violet. See, Violet gets it here. It says some people want to act like dark and elevation are insults, but it isn't. No, it's not. It's a way to keep everyone busy. You know, it's not a bad thing, folks. You know, people always ripped on, oh, yeah, so-and-so's on main event. You know, and I, I'm, I'm guilty of that, too. I'm guilty of that, too. But that's how it goes. You've got your, not everybody can be on top. Not everybody is on the top tier. You got your mid card and then you got your newer guys on the, on the bottom and you just want to keep them busy and, you know, and that's how, that's how you improve them. You know, like Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. You, you, you work them down on those lower shows to get that chemistry going and, so that when they hit TV, they're, pardon the term, but in sync with each other. And, you know, and they build that following. So, you know, it is what it is. It's not It's not a bad thing. It's just different. So, um, oh, here we go. All right. Someone did some research for me. Thank you. Bless you, brother. Bell's Boy says, Joey Janela's new squeeze is named Kayla Rossi. She's a fitness model, J-Bone. Hmm. Fitness model. Well, obviously getting into the world of professional wrestling, so we'll see where it goes. Hey, maybe Joey's training her, you know? Well, we'll have, to, we'll have to see what happens where this develops over the next several weeks, you know? Is she going to be a new squeeze? Is she going to be a valet? Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Thanks, Bells Boy. Appreciate that. And for everybody coming in now, if you uh, didn't hear it in the beginning, make sure you smash that like button, smash that sub button. If you're over on Twitch, it is September. And uh, there's uh, discounts on, on subbing to the channel. Uh, for your, if you're not subbed, you can sub now for a cheaper price it's it's like 20 percent off or whatever it is um but certainly give the uh give the channel a follow if you're on youtube you can um you can do the super chat and super stickers and help the show grow that way too and i did uh before we get any further in this i did change some stuff up i did change some stuff up um, I know I'd been talking about the uh, buymeacupofcoffee.com. I took that down. It just it just wasn't doing anything. Honestly, the YouTube's been a lot better for me lately. Um, so like I said, if you want to help support the show, you can certainly sub on Twitch or um, Super Chat, Super Stickers with, uh, with YouTube. And it all helps the show grow, um, helps to keep it going. And... Um, and I honestly 
took um violet the super chat and 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 stuff it's it's very similar to uh cheering bits on twitch it's very similar it's it's, it's the same but different you know you can cheer different amounts whatever um they're you know they're the same but different i just haven't included you know the stuff to go with it yet as far as like when you tip stuff and then stuff pops up or whatever i'm still that's something i actually have to dedicate time to and see how that is so i don't know <laughs> we'll see uh we'll get to it eventually but nonetheless it's all appreciated whatever uh going to tip one of your favorite podcasts it's all appreciated um <laughs> paul did did you get a pick with y2j no i did not get a pick with y2j but i took some great pictures at the concert um let's see where's uh where's one of the best ones here this is okay so i was way in the back and this is probably one of the best ones that i took I'll do a quick share screen of Rooney. I'm not, I, I had some clips from the concert, so I'm not going to play those because I don't want to get, um, you know, slapped on the hand from, uh, there. Took that one. He was, you see, the uh, other guys here are, are, are certainly down lower he was standing on a monitor or something but that's probably the best picture i took <clears throat> um of the night was uh him coming out this is during like the first song and he's uh you know getting the crowd riled up so yeah so that was so no i didn't get a picture with him um But yeah, so good old Fozzie. Uh, will you, Violet says, will you post any on Twitter? What I'll probably end up doing is I'll post a few on um, on the Instanac, <laughs> and then uh, it'll also go out to like Facebook and and twitter that way so probably do that so I'll, I'll put a few things together i was gonna try to do that last night but the movie happened so it didn't happen all right so so yeah so i took down that i also took down the no as much as i love the discord uh, the Smashes podcast Discord just wasn't doing anything. Like I, I, I'm not a big promoter, and I, and I'm. That's my own fault. That's my bad. You know, I, I need to get better at that, and I'm just not. <laughs> um, but I've been trying to get better at that. You know, put it on the Facebook, put it on the Twitter. But there's a page on the TNI discord where i put you know podcast updates and and whatnot so <clears throat> seeing as that certainly has a bigger audience uh, i'll just keep posting it on there so a few social media changes on the podcast 
<clears throat> as well. All right. Now that we're a half an hour into this. <laughs> RK. <laughs> Subtle worth. Too much time in the TNI Discord. <laughs> it's very active. And we have a tremendous uh, audience there talking about all sorts of stuff. Mark's even in the chat. Which one's Jay? <laughs> What's up, brother? I think I saw Bill in here earlier <laughs> on the Twitch, I believe it was. All right. Uh, AEW Dynamite Season 3, Episode 36. Like I said, folks, this is a turning page moment for the company. A lot of new faces, a lot of buzz surrounding this company now with all these bigger names coming in and, well, I guess you could say invading. It's not really invading, but you know what I mean. Um, you know, Adam Cole's back from the dead. <sighs> Twitch, why are you doing this to me? It says, we're having trouble streaming to Twitch. I get this problem every great once in a while. If, if Twitch is having problems, folks, it looks like it's fine for now. But if it starts having problems, just try refreshing the page. All right, folks. So um, hopefully it doesn't end. All right. Well, if it has any problems, just hop on over to the YouTube. That, at least I know, is going to be more consistent lately. Twitch, eh, it's a little wonky once in a while. Um, like I said, this is a new time for this company, and there's a lot of new faces. And um, <laughs> Twitch expert Adam Cole, I'll have to ask him. I'll have to check out his Twitch sometime. I'm not a big gamer, but we'll see. Maybe I'll check that out sometime. We start out here with Malachi Black versus Dustin Rhodes. Uh, this was a decent match. Malachi Black gets the win here. Um, he's just taking out the Rhodes family one by one. And later on in the episode... Um, Uh, they announced that Malachi Black is going to be facing Cody, who is returning at, uh, at um, I, I forgot what the show is called, something slam, something, whatever. Um, it's the, the New York show, Arthur Ashe Stadium. They sold like 17, 18,000 tickets. Oof, that's going to be a loud crowd that night. Wow. That's going to be nuts. Oh, Grand Slam. Thank you, Charles. I almost said Super Slam. No. <laughs> Night, Paul. Take care, man. Stay safe out there. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a fun match, you know. That Malachi Black just did his thing and took out Dusted Rhodes fairly quickly, you know, with that uh still using that that kick. Man, it's just devastating. Um 
And then CM Punk comes out, cuts a promo, gets the crowd all wild up. I mean, this still feels so... Like, I know, like, like, like he even said, he's like, I know eventually the buzz will die down, you know, and it won't be new and fresh anymore, but damn. CM Punk out there just cutting a promo, just rapping with the crowd. It just... I, I still can't believe this is, like, going on. It's just, it, it feels like, almost feels like an alternate universe, you know? Like you're playing your video game and you you create your own um, almost like a general manager thing, and you're like, okay, and you got all to your all your cause, your creator wrestlers, and you make your own brands, and your brands, you know, fight off, fight against each other, and on pay per views and all this stuff. Um, damn, just wild. We got Brian Danielson and Adam Cole and Ru Ruby Soho. There, see, I got that right. And of all people to be wrestling, CM Punk is back. So he's caught in the promo, and he gets interrupted by uh, Taz. It's Taz, man, the cojones on Taz. Punk is like, all right, I'll, I'll let you talk, but don't you ever interrupt me again. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's like, I heard you've been mentioning some names, but don't you ever mention the names of Team Taz. And then out comes Hook with Hobbs. Um, and uh, so it, it sounds like uh, CM Punk is going to be dealing with TM, uh, Team Taz next. We'll see. Um, we'll see where this goes. You know, I, I don't. I don't need to see CM Punk wrestle every week. You know, maybe they'll build up this feud over the next few weeks, and then they'll have like some big TV special where they have some special matches, and CM Punk will actually make his dynamite wrestling in ring debut against the likes of Starks or Hobbs or whatever. So we'll see. We'll see. But it looks like Starks has his handful with uh, almost said Christian Cage. My God, all these Cage and Page guys. Uh, <laughs> we're just making that joke last week. Um, yeah, like Violet says, don't tell CM Punk not to do something. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So yeah, you you do that. Yeah, like Mark's saying here, Taz is such a killer promo, and Punk is great. From what I've seen so far, promo wise, dude can clearly talk. Yeah, if if you have the ability to go watch uh, Punk's promos from like or just even Ring of Honor, shoot, we, we just reviewed all the TNA stuff, the NWA TNA stuff. And Taz was even cutting a few, like, you know, mini promos in the back there. And you could see his talent in that as well. Yeah, just just Google any CM Punk promos, and you'll see, I mean, of course, the, the famous pipe bomb. But besides that, you know, um, it's good. It's good stuff. Mark is a new CM Punk fan. 
so that's kind of fun like like sharing it's like you know it's almost like a kid like you know like you take your kid in the candy store and oh look at all this you know and oh and check this out and check this out so yeah we're gonna we're, we're gonna make mark that that cm punk kid in the candy store it's fun <laughs> trying not to make that sound creepy but it just it makes me excited as a wrestling fan like oh hey check this out or it's like i do that with music like oh you gotta hear this band i saw the other night they were great you know uh same thing only different so let me know in the chat who you want to see cm punk wrestle next from it's like you know from team taz do you want to see him mess up hook i mean hook hasn't had an in-ring match yet i don't think He's just been out there just kind of, you know, you know, what <laughs> wife beater shirt and jeans and his wild hair. Like he just got out of bed, but he still looks cool. Uh, <laughs> Hobbs and of course Starks. I'd love to see Punk versus Starks, honestly. Nothing against Hobbs, but um, I just feel like Starks and Punk would really for lack of better words, compliment each other, you know, in a match like that. Um, <laughs> Mark's the kid in the candy store. It's his new moniker. <laughs> Charles says punk versus Hobbs would be fun. It, oh, it would be a challenge. You know, Hobbs is a big guy, you know. So uh, very different styles of wrestling, too. So we'll see. Yeah, let me know who you want to see Punk face next. Or just anyone, for that matter. Throw it in the throw it in the chat. Let me know. Um, Ruby Soho is in the back, and she's uh, she's talking to uh, Tony Schiavone. And all of a sudden, uh, Britt Baker and her squad interrupt, and they face off. So uh, now I thought Ruby was just going to get some promo time tonight but no she's actually having her first match so that's pretty cool she's going to be facing off against uh jamie hater so that was a nice surprise i didn't know she was doing that violet says i want hobbs versus miro eventually oh hell yeah that'd be a lot of fun hell yeah bell's boy says punk versus starks will be banging Hell yeah. Um, then we got Dante Martin versus Hobbs. So Hobbs stays out there because he's going to be uh, getting that match next. Uh, Hobbs beats Dante Martin, but Dante Martin puts up a hell of a fight. This kid is really something. I mean, he really is. He's... I mean, he's got some good high-flying stuff, but just just really good wrestling skills, you know? He's so young. He's so young. He's like, what, 20, 21? And I, I haven't heard any progress on um, his tag team partner. What's that? Um, oh, I can't think of the guy. Is that Airwolf? Can't think of the guy's name. Styles, what is up, dude? Oh, yeah, his standing swanton was nuts. Yeah, 
the 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 kids the kids skills uh darius yes darius yeah the the the, uh, the former the former airwolf um i believe he's the older brother i mean not by much but yeah thank you critical sting um so yeah i mean this was fun but hobbs beats him here uh beats him with a, a huge spine buster and it's interesting some of these matches, it's like, you know, you, you're starting to see some of these moves that are, you know, you, you're not used to seeing them as finishers, but they're bringing these old school moves and they're making them special again into finishers. It's kind of cool. Um, you know, like that and um, I think someone beat someone with a, a lariat later or something. I don't know. Dan Lambert cutting a promo later. Damn, this dude is annoying. I mean, he is. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the guy can cut a hell of a promo, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to say he's like annoying like I thought he was last time. But, dude, he, he's really shooting his mouth off. And it's, and it's all. It, it all sounds like it's anti AEW, but it's. I mean, it's it's a smart promo because it's aimed at the people. To you know the fan, the people there obviously love this brand. And then he'll he'll say something to the effect of "It's like yeah, and I can't stand these people always chanting AEW." And then of course fires up the crowd AEW. You know, starting the starting the chant. So it's 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 a very aimed, very smart promo. Um, a little, a little edgy. I'll say that it's a little edgy because <clears throat> it almost sounds. Some of it sounds almost like uh, uh, political, you know. So it's like ah, you got to be careful with that because I don't want to mix politics with my wrestling, you know. <clears throat> I'm gonna keep that out of there. So you gotta be careful how you say shit. But uh, but I like it so far, and it's all to be the mouthpiece for. Um, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Now, I'm a little surprised that they're not just letting these guys talk because they can talk. They're not like the best promo guys in the world, but um, obviously people in the back think that Dan Lambert is the way to go. So we'll see where this goes. This has been kind of a week by week thing, just kind of like letting Dan go out there, shoot his mouth off. Plus it gives this tag team, um, some TV time. Um, now there was no extra MMA guys out there this time. It was just Dan Lambert and, uh, page and sky. So that was, that was different this time. It was just the three of them. Whereas before Dan Lambert always brought in some extra muscle. And I was a little worried about that. I'm like, ah, like, is it, um, is it too much to include all the MMA muscle in here? Like, like I said, I'm not a, some people love professional wrestling and the UFC fighting. I'm not a big UFC guy, you know, but I know that that is a big thing. <clears throat> you know, they bring in a lot of money. They are popular, but this particular audience i don't know how they would react to 
Dan Lambert bringing in MMA guys to wrestle in AEW. Um, I'm not sure how that would go over. And, and honestly, let me know in the chat what you think. Do you want to see that crossover or do you want to just keep it as is right now? <clears throat> um, like if, it, if it's done well on TV, I don't really care. I'm just not familiar with the guys. I mean, I'm familiar with a couple of the names he's brought in, like Santos. Like I've seen him before. Didn't he beat Brock Lesnar once? I think that's like one of his famous fights. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but but anyways, I digress. Um, so then we got <clears throat> we got a promo here. Uh, Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy. It looks like this is heading towards a hair versus hair match. That's what it looks like. And that's kind of old school. And it's something you don't see a lot. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where this happens. My guess is it's going to happen at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Um, I would I would love to see Matt Hardy get his head shaved. That'd be I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's had the same look forever. I mean, he's changed his gimmick up here and there, but he's always had the same look, you know. Um, mostly the same look. Sometimes he got a little crazy with the broken gimmick and hairs like a little out there, but for 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 the most part, you know, uh, similar look. Um, I and I'm I'm okay with that, you know. I the feud's okay. You got you know team. Freshly squeezed versus you know HFO whatever, so we'll we'll see. But that's where it looks like it's going. Um, it could be uh, could be fun. We'll see. Uh, gosh, you know, and I, I can't remember the last time we've seen a lot of like heads getting cut or shaved or whatever. The last one I think I remember is Sammy Callahan getting cut by. Um, Pentagon was that two or three years ago? That was fun. Punk, of course, that happened to Punk during his um uh damn straight edge society days, I believe. Molly Holly got her head shaved. I mean, this goes way back. That goes back what almost 20 years, give or take a little. So yeah, fun stuff. Fun stuff. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's something you don't see a lot. Uh, if you think of any other hair matches, uh, let me know. I know it's like one of my favorites back when I was little was Brutus the Barber Beefcake. So you start remembering, you know, stuff like that. You, you start remembering how fun that those hair matches are, those stipulations are. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Brutus the Barber Beefcake will come back and I don't know. <laughs> Raven and Kurt Angle. Oh, wow. Totally forget that one. Oh, you're talking about uh, Raven getting his head shaved and Kurt Angle. I'm thinking like there was a feud between the two. Yeah, you're just saying different ones. Oh, Styles. Yeah, Trump versus Vince. Ooh, we got to be careful mentioning that one. But I... Uh, <laughs> 
see, Violet gets it. She was thinking Brutus too. Yeah, see? There you go. All right, what's next here? Uh, MJF comes out. Now, this is, this is interesting. I was kind of thinking we were going to get Jericho tonight. You know, talking about, yay, I won the match, and we'll see what's next for him. But he's out touring. So it's like he, he won his match. Now he can he can rest for a while. You know, he can he can be a rock star for a while. We know now that Jericho is going to be back. We don't have to worry about that. Right? But now MJF is out there and the crowd is just going nuts. You tapped out. You tapped out. Great stuff. Great stuff. But then he starts aiming stuff at um, one of wrestling's prestigious names. Our family is in the crowd. Brian Pillman's uh, mother and uh, daughter? Daughter. I didn't catch your name. Rosie or Roseanne or something. Um. They were featured on the um, dark side of the ring. It's it's one of the few I reviewed, I believe, on the channel. I didn't do much else from uh, this uh, this current season. I apologize for that. It just ah, I don't know. You know, you get excited about stuff, and and your ADD kicks in, and you're just not excited about it anymore. But uh, they're good. They're good. I watched them. They're great specials. I'll, I'll probably review them sometime, or maybe they'll just kind of, you know, fade away like the uh, season two of uh, Wow Women of Wrestling that never <laughs> happened. <laughs> I think there's a better chance of uh, reviewing a handful of the Lucha Underground episodes that I missed during the first season. Ooh, maybe I'll have to do that. Uh, <laughs> some different on the channel, you know? It's not that this is boring, but, um, you know, just something something fresh on the channel you know different kind of throwback from like was it five six years ago now but anyways um so yeah she was out there um oh violet saying his mom didn't raise him Oh, this was his um who was it? Was it is was she was she was like his mom? Was it more of a aunt? I forget. I'd have to watch the special again. But anyways. <clears throat> um Styles, you're nasty. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Love you, bro. Um so this sparks um you know, MJF is just getting, uh, man, he's getting, you talk about edgy promos. My God. Th this was, um, I mean, he, he has to have a tremendous, um, oh, it's his grandmother. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Oh, aunt. Now I'm just confused, but anyways, okay. Aunt. we'll just say it's his aunt. Just leave it at that before I get more confused. Uh, <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. Uh, all right. It's, it's time for it's, it's time for one of these. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Thank you, Father James Mitchell. There we go. Um, 
Uh, uh, yeah. So Brian Pillman Jr. comes out and the crowd pops, you know, he's a local guy. So of course he's going to get a pop. It's, it's something equivalent to, um, I mean, there's a lot of wrestlers that come from Ohio. This is, this is Moxley's town. So of course he got the pop of the night, um, or one of the pops of the night. Of course, there's Sam Punk and a few others. Uh, but um, a lot of pops tonight. But Brian Pillman Jr. comes out, gets in his face. And this whole thing with uh, the way MJF is treating Wardlow. Now, if you've noticed over the last, I'll, I'll just say several months, there's been this little wedge just growing between the two. And I, I, I know, I know I'm not the only one that looked at this and was like, oh, is this going to be the moment where Wardlow turns on MJF? But no, was not. It had that, he he paused. He had that moment. He stood in the corner and he's facing the turnbuckle and he's, He's grabbing the ropes, and you can see Wardlow is just furious. He's going to have a breakout moment within the next year. It's got to happen. you know. But he's pissed at him because Wardlow didn't help him against um, Chris Jericho. Well, he did, but he didn't. You know, He was out there, but then I, I believe it was uh, Jake Hagar came out there. And uh, got him out of there. I believe that's what happened. It was, oh, my God, it was four hours of wrestling. I'm trying to remember. I can't. Um, <laughs> Keith, what's up, man? How you doing? Good to see you. Yeah, he says he thinks uh, Wardlow is going to turn on MJF eventually. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, like I said, this has been building for a while now absolutely been building and it's just um it's just waiting for the right moment and, and wardlow will get the pop it, it just, um, just almost like pop of the year once he turns on him because it's been just people are just waiting because wardlow is going to be one of those breakout guys like the guy can go he's just being i don't want to I don't want to say protected, but I guess you could say protected. I don't know. But I look at a guy like Wardlow and I feel like, oh, he is absolutely going to be like the next Batista. And I know I'm not the only one that said that. And I mean that with the utmost compliment, you know? So, um, Oh, yeah, he was calling everything mid. That's it. Yeah, critical stinks. <laughs> you don't get to call something mid when you're in a stable with Sean Spears. Sean Spears is pretty good, though. They they just, you know, haven't done big things with him. I mean, that's my, that's my professional podcasting opinion right there. I mean, he may have, he may have taken a chunk out of Cody's head. That didn't help him. Um, so yeah, 
MJF knocks out uh, Griffin. Uh, Brian Pillman gets uh, taken out from Wardlow, and they're just all they're fighting, and uh, it's getting ugly. So yeah, this is going to eventually build to uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and uh, MJF match. Now, um, is it Brian Pillman Jr. has got a match coming up with Sean Spears or something? Something like that. There's some match like that coming up. I forget. I saw something. Um, <laughs> Mark says, pipe down bone Spears is mad. <laughs> All right, to each their own. I think he's pretty good. I'm not going to say he's the best, but he's been around long enough that he's good. He's a what, – what did Cody always say about him? He's a good hand. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, MJF and Wardlow versus Varsity Blondes. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I really want to see um, – Oh, that is that what it is? Yeah, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Courtney. Pillman's fighting Max Caster. That's it. That's it. They announced a bunch of stuff for Rampage and the next Dynamite. It sounds like they're going to be good shows. Of course, you're building up all the new faces, too, so they got to have a nice mix of wrestling and new, new face promos and all that stuff. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, yeah. And then let me know what you think about, uh, Caster being back. That's interesting. <laughs> they just had a match on, uh, one of, uh, one of the dark shows. So yeah, they came back in what Milwaukee or whatever, or was it, was it Chicago? I forget, but yeah, they're back. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. I don't know. He's got some, uh, I don't know. Oh, Joey Z seems to be excited about Max coming back. <laughs> uh, oh, a lot of, lot of cuts on Spears in the chat. That's all right. That's all right. I think I started something there. Uh, <laughs> oh, Cordy says that uh, Max Caster ripped up a scripted song on uh, one of one of the dark shows, yeah, I, I saw the clip of it. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> it's, it's funny." We'll see, we'll see. It's uh, ho hopefully he learned his lesson. Because I mean, a very talented kid, but yeah, you gotta watch it. You know, you gotta watch your content. You know. It's... <clears throat> Uh, I love the conversation with Spears in the chat. It's cracking me up. All right. Um, but, yeah, eventually let's hope this leads to uh, MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Or like or like the, someone said in the chat, the tag match. That'll be all right. Jamie Hayter versus Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho making her in-ring, uh, AEW in-ring debut here. 
Uh, this was fun. Jamie Hayter, uh, just whatever she was doing in the first match, just, um, I, I forget, what was that Red Velvet? Whoever it was with, just kind of some miscommunications didn't uh, look as good as it probably could have. I mean, I, I like Hater. I think she's a, a good talent. I th I don't know. I, I don't want to call her green. I'm not going to be that insulting, you know, but not, not everybody has a good match with each other. So, but it looks like this was certainly better than uh, her first one. So, um, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. Of course, Brit and Rebel are out there. And um, so Ruby Soho wins with uh, uh, a kick. I don't know what do you call it. It's like a Pele kick. I don't know what it's called. Um. <laughs> I love you guys. You're cracking me up. Um, so after the match, after Ruby wins, they, uh, they attack Ruby, and then Rio comes out with uh, Chris Statlander to even out the odds, and then they chase him off. So, see, now, it's it seems like, especially after the uh, Women's Casino Battle Royal, and they showed some clips with that, and they had a lot of little promos from select, you know, girls that were out there. Um, it, it feels, to me, it feels like, and I know this has been a, pardon the expression, a bone of contention. <laughs> oh, let's put that on a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> it's so fitting for this podcast. Bone of contention um, is the, the booking of the women's roster in AEW. They have a lot of talent. It's just getting it out there and showing everyone. And this is a great way to do it. You know, you're creating these little sub feuds. Plus you're showing highlights from the women's casino battle Royal and giving a few of them a chance to stand out. And it's, that's just, that's good stuff. I, I really enjoyed it. Trent, what is up? A smashing bone, if you will. <laughs> Oof, it sounds naughty, Trent. Um, so yeah, uh, this obviously is gonna lead to Ruby Soho cashing in her chance to uh face Brit down the road, probably sooner rather than later. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna flip the belt onto her immediately, you know. We'll see, but Ruby Soho is. Certainly uh, got a lot of momentum behind her. We'll see. <clears throat> um, yeah, and great seeing Rio in there. I mean, you know, she got beat down pretty quick. And I'll be honest, when I when she first ran in there, I thought it was sky blue. And I wouldn't have even... Um, I wouldn't have even known if they if they said if it was uh 
if, if they would have said it was uh, Sky Blue, I would have believed them because I didn't see her face until they showed her like afterwards. But she ran out there and she had like a jacket on or something, and she was well, Ruby's. Um, excuse me, Rio's just very petite, you know. So, um, but yeah, so Rio is in there. She's back. Good to see her. Good to see her. <laughs> Trent Ruby Bone O. <laughs> Oh, he's he's just doing all the I don't know what you call these the puns or whatever. Bonian Dan Danielson. Oh God! And here's another one. Adam Bone, baby. <laughs> C C M Bone. Oh, he's Trent will be here all night. Try the fish. <laughs> RK, I can't even say that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tip your waiter. Try the fish. He'll be here all week. Brian Cage and Starks. Uh, real quick promo. Oh, there was a promo earlier with the um, Santana and Ortiz. And I like and I like what they're doing here. And it was similar to what they did with the ladies. You know, you got these quick little 20-second promos, you know? It, it doesn't mean a ton, but you're still on TV, so you don't forget about them. They just had that big win uh, what, last week. And so they weren't featured in ring this week like FTR was, but they're still... Um, you know that 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 huge the huge win over FTR meant a lot. So that they deserve that time. You know, uh, let me know who you want them to face next. I mean, do you want to see a classic between the old former LAX and uh, the uh, Lucha Bros? Uh, we've seen that somewhere too. But hey, that's all right. It's just not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. <laughs> Kenny Bone Mega. What the hell? <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh Trent, you didn't. Bone Tana and Bone Tease. The Bone and Bonerful. That's oh that's that's just too too bad. Lucha Bones. Okay, that's a little better. It's that, that last one was painful. That last one just. I love you, bro. I love you. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Oh, you cracked me up. All right, we continue. Uh, I was going to try to keep this to an hour. It's not happening. Um, FTR and Spears versus uh john silver evil uno and Stu grayson um ftr and spears get the win here with uh tully and wardlow's out there too but the interesting thing here is is their win gets completely overshadowed in my opinion in my personal podcasting opinion there's a lot of stuff going on 
And it started what within the last few weeks with um, the Dark Order. Evil Uno is really stirring up some shit. He really is. He's like, it's like he's trying to be the leader. He's getting this ego. And it's completely putting a divide down the middle of the Dark Order. I feel like the Dark Order is going to possibly break up soon. Uh, It'd be a shame. But, I mean, uh, a faction like this, you got to keep things interesting and keep things... You know, you got to change stuff up to keep it fresh. I've always wanted to see Evil Uno and Stu Grayson break out from this group. Not necessarily leave it, just break out and have a a tag team championship run of some sort or uh, go back to when they came back in. When they when they first came in, you know, and started all this, they were straight up evil and dark, you know, and then it became kind of a comedy gimmick, you know, ha ha. And now it feels like the Dark Order is kind of going back to their original format, <laughs> if you will. Um, but yeah. What? No. <laughs> now Mark's doing it. Everyone's doing it. Well, you guys are just crazy. <laughs> Colt Bone Dana. Oh my God. The evil boner. St- Stu Bonerson. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bell's Boy. Oh no. Penta Zero Boner? What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jiminy Christmas. Oh. You guys are killing me. You guys are killing me. I love you guys. Smash that like button. Smash that sub button. (laughs) Oh. God. Unbelievable. I love you guys. I, I really, I really do love you guys. <laughs> oh, it makes my night. Um, so yeah, this like like I said, I want to see Stu. Oh, it's getting warmer here. Uh, I want to see Stu and Evil Uno break out from um from the dark order you know they they are a very underrated tag team and if you don't know go back and look at some of their older matches they just haven't been featured much lately but um i mean they had a good match tonight but it was kind of just overshadowed by all the dissension, you know, 
like uh, Evil Uno beating down uh, Josh Silver at the end there. It's just crazy. It's like, oh, it's, it's unraveling. Uh, you know, trying to, uh, you know, Colt Cabana and, oh, what's his name? Uh, number 10. I can't think of the guy's name. Vance, something, whatever. Um, trying to break up the brawl, you know. Cole Cabana is a bigger guy. He's good for that. So, <laughs> you got to stop. <sighs> Mark says, truffle shuffle for super stickers. I'll see if I can do that. I, I don't know. how to do this stuff yet but that sounds great wrote that down thank you mark because i've been trying to like think up names or not names things to put in there or upload or wear pictures or whatever so um look at trent Look at Trent here. If J-Bone reaches $20 in super stickers, I'll appear on Smash This Podcast. Do you want to see Trent side-by-side -side with J-Bone and talk about AEW? And that'd be a hell of a debate because I know Trent has some Trent has some uh, some views that are uh, we'll just say they're contrary to mine, but it's it's, it's you know, I don't hate him for it. We can discuss it. It's it's all good, and then I'll just fire him from podcasting altogether. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We'll ban him from YouTube forever. <laughs> so yeah, let's see the super stickers go in there before we uh, finish here. We'll see. <clears throat> Thank you in advance if it happens. And positively review AEW. <laughs> oh God. Hey, there's Mark with the with, with the kicking it off here with the 99 cent super yeah, super sticker. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, Mark. So, so far, Mark is in the lead with the 99 cent tip. Tremendous. Tony Schiavone with the elite. And, you know, this, this group is just growing by the numbers here. It's crazy now. Absolutely crazy. Um, you've got, of course, you've got Kenny out there. you got Callis. You got the former, now former, tag team champions, the Young Bucks, looking very sad. Looking very stylish, but very sad. It's kind of funny. Actually, very funny. You got the Good Brothers out there with the Impact World Tag Team Champions, uh, Championships, excuse me. You've got... Uh, that one, Nakazawa, and then you got uh, Cold Spray Boy Cutler, Cold Spray Bo C Cutler, whatever his name is. 
And then uh, who am I missing? Well, of course, and then they introduced the newest member, Adam Cole, baby. Of course, Oreo just making noise up there. What? Well, come on down. No one said you had to stay up there. Just behave yourself. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Trent's still going. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Between Trent and Bell's boy. Oh, my God. This, you guys are killing me. Um, so Adam Cole comes out to quite the pop, and then they get interrupted. See, now it they're so far into the show now as you're wondering if they're going to have time for a separate segment because uh, Brian Danielson was supposed to have a separate segment, but then it must've been a last minute change and they just kind of forced them out there. Richard Williams. Oh my God. The $20 super sticker. Well, Trent, Come on in if you want to. <laughs> we'll make the last part of this show very interesting. <laughs> Unless you want to save it for another night, it's up to you, brother. But um, wow. Richard Williams, thank you. Richard Williams is certainly in the lead now with the uh, $20 super sticker. Brian here. With the 90 cent tip. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Look at this. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Trent, get your ass in here. <laughs> the people apparently really want to see you. See, they 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 still they still love you. They still love you. hilarious um zach bonifer sending sending me a sticker or no he sent me a picture oh and he like placed me oh my god he like placed me in the crowd of a picture at uh, a Fozzie concert. You're crazy, dude. I love you. <laughs> You're so goofy. Um, yeah, maybe we'll just save it for next week. We'll see. But let's see. Um, so Brian Danielson comes down, interrupts him, and Omega is such a gentleman that he clears the ring And and they start talking face face to face. Zach Bonifer with the two dollar tip. Twenty dollars is way too high for that ball. (laughs) 
but it happened. It happened. The people have spoken. They want to see Trent on here. Uh, Bell's Boy with the $5 super sticker. Amazing. Thank you, brother. Wow. As Zach Bonifer says, boating for bits. Trent, get your ass in here. The people have spoken. Um, <laughs> we'll save it for next week. Or whatever. Don't matter. So then uh, uh, Brian and Omega start, or you know, Brian Danielson and Omega start brawling. And uh, then, of course, the rest of the elite come in and they start, you know, beating down Brian Danielson. And um, then the odds are upped with Jurassic Express coming in, Christian Cage, and the elite hunter, Kazarian. So good to see Kazarian still, um, still a part of this. Great to see. Um, <laughs> Mark here, trying to ask to come on, Jay. It says reputation on the line, Daddy. Yes, yes, yes. You start the we want Trent chant. We'll we'll get him in here. Maybe not tonight, but we'll get him in here. Because now he has to show up. Because <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't uh he doesn't uh it's not cheap to bring him in. It's not cheap. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> oh, Char uh, Charles here. Um, wait, where'd it go? Sorry. Kenny tapped instantly once Brian got the label lock on. Yeah, right. Zach Bonifer with the $2 tip. A one-time donation of $50 gets Trent's X instead. Okay, I can't make that happen, and I don't think Trent wants that either. Uh, Zach, stop trying to be my manager. <laughs> I appreciate it, but no, we're not going to make that happen. But thank you, Zach. I love you. Um, shut up, Mark. We're not doing that. <laughs> You can donate it, but we're not bringing a nexus. <laughs> that, that, that joke about me being a home wrecker a couple weeks ago—that was that was a joke. That was a joke, folks. I, I don't want to wreck lives here. We're just trying to entertain, and, and we're boning for bits, apparently. All right. Um. All right. So. Um. I'm trying to remember who he's facing. Oh, Adam Cole is getting his in-ring debut next week against uh, the elite hunter, Kazarian. I'll admit, when I first saw this, I didn't think much of it. And then I really started thinking. I was like, no, wait a minute. Kazarian is a 20-plus year pro in the best shape of his life practically and he's facing off against 
someone who I think is still kind of up and coming, but he certainly has made a name for himself, Adam Cole. It's it's almost like it's uh I mean it's and it's all a matter of opinion, you know. But um laughing at the chat here can't help myself um when you think about it you could almost call it a dream match of sorts you know it's like two separate um almost like two separate generations you know adam cole certainly is very good at what he did and we've been talking about uh kazarian now for a while now in aew but we've been talking about him for uh as long as i've been loving wrestling well hello oreo what you doing you join in join in the show oh here let me move my hat there you go that better okay Glad to see you back. <laughs> She's just looking at me like, what? <laughs> what did I walk into? Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Violet says, Cole looks like Punk's love child. <laughs> In another universe? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Oh, man. It's crazy. It it really is crazy how wrestling is because back when all these guys were still in Ring of Honor and Adam Page was coming up, I used to think that Adam Page was like a half-wit Adam Cole. (laughs) And Adam uh, Page, Hangman Adam Page, has just become such a top performer that you know he used to come out that with that goofy baseball hat and i don't know what the hell his gimmick was back in the day when he first started but he just looked like a dork but he has completely risen to um made event status and um he's going to be coming back in a couple months from what it looks like and that's uh after he has some some time for uh you know he's, he's having his kid soon if he hasn't had it already i i think um i i know his wife is pregnant so um i haven't heard which way the news is but uh it looks like cm punk with uh, a young cm punk with long hair yeah i hear you yeah absolutely yeah it's good to see look because i i love adam cole I loved all of his stuff in Ring of Honor. And uh and I saw some of his stuff in NXT, but I really just got away from the whole WWE brand. And um so when he was doing, you know, it looked like he was doing good business with uh Kyle O'Reilly and others. Um, you know, I, I saw clips of it and stuff, but I just really wasn't watching it. So uh well, I'm certainly watching now. You know, so, oh, Jeremy. Yes. Yeah. Cole told Tony Schiavone off. Yeah. That was hilarious. Like you stay away from my, 
my girl. It was so funny. Yeah. Enraging chaos. Welcome. Says crowd was hot tonight. Great show. Yeah, you could tell that this crowd was a very, very similar feeling crowd to Chi Town. Very similar. This crowd was hot. Uh, certainly wanted this brand there for a very long time. And you're going to see a lot of towns like this because AEW had all these planned and then couldn't do anything for like a year or more. So now they're finally getting out there. And where are you going? You want to get out? All right, hang on, guys. All right. She wanted out. Oreo has exited the office. Oh, and Raging Chaos is I was there live in Cincinnati. Awesome. Awesome, dude. Cool. Yeah, the crowd was great, no matter what was going on. They certainly had uh, reasons to uh, be excited tonight with the return of Mox. This just everything from this brand. Um, Behave yourself, Mark. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, he says, Mark here says, and it's every show. Armand says, agreed, Mark. I don't think it's the city. I think it's it just the AEW crowd. It, well, it's this this brand has just a rabid audience that just loves this brand you know it's um it's great to see you know it it almost well and, and wrestling fans are just hungry for for wrestling and this brand is giving it to them i mean it's it's gonna have its ups and downs and still have its growing pains but there's a lot of eyes on this brand now it's it's it seriously feels like it's like okay so don't look at ratings ratings are just it doesn't matter man if you're digging the product and you think it's hot just enjoy it screw the numbers seriously you know same with impact impact numbers are horrible lately don't care I'm still watching still enjoying it you know so um on to the main event here um, uh, Minoru Suzuki make uh, Suzuki, excuse me, making his in-ring AEW debut uh, against John Moxley. Now, I really wish this was a little longer. This was about a ten-minute match at best, with a commercial break, unfortunately. But um, yeah, these two just beat the shit out of each other. The chops, the slaps, the throwing each other into stuff. Um, it's just, uh, just, just fun. It's, it's just a, it's a different, strong style kind of wrestling match, you know? 
um, where these guys are just clobbering the shit out of each other. Well, by uh, by the end of the match, Minoru Suzuki's eye over his what was it his his right eye was his like he was cut above his eye and the blood was just pouring over his eyes, <clears throat> the one side of his face. So like half of a crimson mask. It was crazy. Um, and I don't, I'd have to watch it back and see exactly what it was from. If it was from a straight punch or what, but oh my God, Mox busted him open good. And, uh, you know, I didn't beat him. And I saw some, some comments in the social media saying, um, or I saw it somewhere. I forget where, maybe it was some, um, chatting to discord or whatever some opinions on the finisher. It's like, okay, sometimes the finisher looks a little different. It's still his finisher. It's a form of a, you know, DDT. Sometimes it looks a little more like a suplex or whatever. He beat him. You know, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, are, are seriously, are you going to be the one to walk up to Moxley and be like, Hey, you didn't do the finisher. Right. What? You know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to be that guy to walk up the Mox and be like, hey, you, 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 you fucked up your finish. No, no, don't don't be that guy. Um, Yeah, Violet <laughs> said it's over already. Yeah, it, it, I really wanted a longer. I want it felt like the second half of the show was just a little rushed Um, because, like I said, you know, Brian Danielson was supposed to have a separate um, second pro, uh, uh, another promo, a separate promo, but he invaded the other one. So I felt like, okay, we're running out of time. Let's just have him run out there. Not that it was bad. It was cool. It was fun, but it just felt like it was just a little rushed. But, um, but other than that, it, um, It was still a lot. The ending was still a lot of fun. I just wish it was a little longer. That's all. Um, I'm pretty sure they faced off once before in Japan. Don't quote me on that. That might even be on YouTube. I'd have to look. Um, and I think that one went a little longer and it was probably a little more crazy with weapons and stuff. So this one was in a sense, a little more tame, but I had, a you know, Suzuki was busted open at the end. So, um, Great show, top to bottom. It's um, it's not always, you know, you got all these fresh faces and you want to feature them. But you also can't forget about what um, is what Brian Danielson said in that promo. If you guys didn't see it, AEW put out um, a little special on highlights from All Out. And it featured um, the promo that Brian Danielson cut after the pay-per-view on why he was there. And and he said, he go watch it. He said, he said, if you're excited about all these new faces showing up here, it's because of the original group that started this brand, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. Um, Cody Rhodes, 
um, Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy, and the rest of Jurassic Express. You know, the Lucha Brothers. It's like, you know, it's that, and that's why that win for the Lucha Brothers was so big because they were day one in this company and they finally got that, you know? And that's what makes me still have hope for what may seem like a crowded tag division. Um, it gives me hope for teams like, um, I, I still call them LAX. I know it's not LAX on this brand, but proud and powerful Santana and Ortiz, you know, they're still out there. They're still featured. Um, the future of FTR, I think, is still a bit of a mystery. They just had a match tonight, and they looked okay. But I don't think um, uh, Dash, is that the one who's injured? Um, I don't think he, uh, or Dax, excuse me, Cash and Dax. I don't think um, I don't think he was in the ring much. I'd have to look back at it. Mark says all the divisions are definitely too crowded, but this felt like a good show that it featured a lot of different things. You had your top guys, the elite that had some tag team stuff in there, um, showed some lower lying feuds building like the dark order stuff. And then you also had your women featured. So it felt like a lot of it was covered. This is, this is a well-rounded episode of Dynamite. So, it, um, like I said, the end felt a little rushed. But beyond that, the rest of the show flowed really good, in my opinion. Um, not, not all of them lately have been perfect. Like I said, you know, it's great to have Punk in there. But if you're going to feature Punk, you you got to have bigger matches surrounding punk too. You can't just go off a of punk, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep the hype real and put in, you featured the older talent, the original talent along with the newer faces, for example, what they're doing with um, Adam Cole next week. It's perfect. Adam Cole versus Kazarian. That's, that's a that's a low key dream match right there. It really is, and I don't mean the wrestler low key. I just you mean you know. Obviously, some people, um, some people are going to look at that differently than others. Um, Elijah Washington, what's up? You came in here late. You got to go back hit that rewind button, man. We're having fun all night here. He says, J-Bone, how do you feel about Cass Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy in a hair versus hair match? Does that interest you? I did touch on that earlier. I think it's okay. It's, you know, that's one of those stipulations, like I said earlier, it's one of those stipulations you don't see a lot of. And I was like, you know, trying to come up with the other hair versus whatever matches that we've had in the past going back from like, um, way back to um oh gosh who was that uh no it wasn't adrian street adrian adrian adonis was even in one of those way back in the day adrian adonis had his hair cut um you know that's a classic molly holly sammy callahan probably one of the more recent ones you know so yeah we talked about that and um how they're a lot of fun you know no matter what stage you put them on they're a lot of fun so i i think it'd be cool it's one that hasn't been used in this brand yet so it's 
it's going to have an original feel, you know. Uh, I think a bald Matt Hardy would be fucking hilarious. It'd be great. Um, doesn't matter, you know. Bald is bald is beautiful, folks. Bald is beautiful. Try it. You like it? <laughs> hey, like uh, like my friend Steve that told me just over twenty years ago. Hey, shave your head. You don't like it? You can always grow it back. Never grew it back, folks. Never grew it back. So that's the episode. Um, oh, here. Great. Um, Enraging Chaos says, met Jamie Hayter. She was, that's right. She was advertised as part of the um, meet and greet before the show. Says, met Jamie Hayter bef before the show, and she was nice. Ended up seeing her wrestling twice with Rampage taped after Dynamite. Oh, okay. So that's cool. So she'll end up uh, either. Uh, so I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's either going to be a rampage match or it's going to be like a dark match for the following week. But I, you know, I think she was advertised for a rampage match. I just can't remember who it was. Was it the three on three that I was thinking of? I forget. But thanks, thanks, thanks for the uh, thanks for the news. Yeah, Jamie Hayter's absolutely one of my new favorites on this brand. And I can't see, I can't wait to see what else she brings to um, the the Britt Baker brand, if you say that 10 times really fast. Um, oh, Bell's Boy, thank you. Yes, that this is what I was thinking of. Adrian Adonis versus Roddy Piper at WrestleMania 3. Oh, that was so much fun. So much fun. Damn it. And I got rid of my peacock now, too, but that's okay. Um, oh, it is a six-woman tag for uh, Rampage. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's one thing I didn't mention. Um, Jason here says, J-Bone is stinging Tully having a feud. Yeah, you know, it, it, it might be. It totally might get in the ring one more time for a singles match against Sting. God, I mean, is that something you want to see? I don't know if Tully can still go. I mean, he was out there for, what, a tag match a while back with FTR? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I love Tully. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I don't know what kind of stage you put that on. You put that on a pretty big stage, I think. You know, that's uh that's a classic. That's a classic. Maybe Ric Flair runs out and screws Sting and Tully gets the win. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh god. So yeah, a well round like I said, well rounded episode of um of Dynamite. Thank you, everyone for all the tips tonight. That was, that was crazy. And Trent, I love you. I will absolutely uh, have you on soon. I owe you. Um, I, I think, I think most of the tips are actually going to go to him. Like I said, he doesn't come cheap. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh man. So, but yeah, thanks everyone. Much love. Take care. Uh, you, you guys made my night. You made me laugh. Uh, you, you were wonderful tippers 
and uh, you just remind me once more what kind of a tremendous audience I really do have. And I'm so I'm 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 so I'm so thankful I can't even speak anymore. Uh, <laughs> hey, Impact Wrestling! It's great to be here tonight. <laughs> what the hell did you do? <laughs> exactly. And on that note, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, don't forget to uh, smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. If you're over on the Twitch, thank you so much. You can sub and all that lovely stuff as well if you're digging the content. We'll see you tomorrow night over on that other little podcast called Total Nonstop. Impact. Impact talk for Impact fans. Looks like something special is uh, in the works. I saw some stuff in the chat over the last couple days. Uh, I can't confirm or deny anything, but we'll see as far as guests. We may have something in the works. We'll see. Um, No promises. You never know how it goes. But take care. We'll see you tomorrow night for the uh, watch along live reaction. Uh, with probably Bill's going to be in there. Uh, We'll see who else. Uh, Maybe Truck. We'll see. And then the review following featuring uh, the rest of the squad. And, yeah, should be a lot of fun. Um, Trying to remember who's being featured tomorrow night, and I I can't because my my brain is completely on empty. So on that note, we're going to get out of here. <laughs> Take care. We'll see you on TNI tomorrow night. Much love.